Well, I'm gonna roll, I guess. I don't flip and roll on Shabbos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> For all you Christian people out there, that's not necessarily a Christian uh, movie per but se. But that movie does have Jesus in it. It does have Jesus, and it also has a nice prayer at the end. For lack of a better term, you don't mess with the Jesus. <laughs> at the end, he says, I am loud. And you know, Lord, you took him. He <laughs> says you took many brave men at Quezon. <laughs> Very good stuff. <laughs> Those men gave their lives. Men like Donnie. <laughs> what the flip does this you know, have there's, to do with there's Vietnam? There's basically a whole religion out there of dudism. You can find, like, books on it and stuff, like, how to abide, like, the dude. <laughs> you know, it makes me feel good knowing he's out there. <laughs> <laughs> so he says at the end of the movie. That's what we say after Easter of Jesus. <laughs> makes me feel good knowing he's out there. The Christ oh, abides. So good. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's blasphemous or not. No, I don't know. I, I, I don't like the idea of comparing a uh, Coen Brothers uh, movie to the scripture, but... I say that you can find the scripture well, they, in anything. They did it with Greek mythology and Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? So, <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yep. I'm Zach. And I'm Colin. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the Houseplants Houseplants Podcast. Podcast. We are here to talk about music, media, and the mission of Jesus. And monkeys. We decided well, we to add one more M. Okay. And the four M's. We just like monkeys, so... We wanted to go better than the, like, paper and tape company yeah. and be 4M instead of 3M. They already had it trademarked. So also, we added monkeys. Also, for all the listeners out there that play Clash Royale, 3M is, of course, Three Musketeers. Oh, I forgot that you do have a mobile game vice. Yeah. Whereas mine is more Pokemon Go mm-hmm. still. So um, for all of you Which people, I've outed myself on that now. But um, This is, I mean, in... And Supercell would agree that this is the official podcast of Supercell and all of its uh, (laughs) games. Clash Royale, Clash of Clans, and their new battle. (laughs) (laughs) No, but... um, But if you do see me walking around the courthouse in downtown Richmond, I'm likely catching Pokemon or spinning stops. But just as Zach said, we're here to talk about some great, great stuff concerning the community of God and much more. And uh, our, our expertise, which we would call that loose expertise... Uh, seems to revolve around music, media, and the mission of Jesus. And uh, But so. we talk about a lot of the other things. For we instance, do. this week we are talking about prayer. Yes, and yeah. before you guys go, oh boy, here comes another series. We just got done with music, <laughs> and here's another one. Let me tell you right now that we could do 500 episodes about prayer and still not cover it all. We probably so. could. It is a very huge topic. So but. we're going to be a little selfish today, Zach. Just a little yes. bit. Is yeah. that okay? We're going to talk about some of our selfish experiences with prayer. <laughs> is Wait, but I just want to know from you, from the horse's mouth, is it okay to be selfish like that? I mean, you're going to have to just listen to the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> I'll talk now. To find out. And just trust that the episode will tell me later. <laughs> I'll be like, let me hear what Colin has to say on the subject. All right, yeah, what song are we back doing? to the future. This is a version of What a Friend We Have in Jesus, which is an old hymn, and it is kind of about prayer, but more so even just uh, leaning on God. It says, what peace we forfeit, what needless pain we bear, There you go. because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Um, basically saying that, like, you know, why are you suffering? Yeah. <laughs> why are you uh, hesitating just to bring this to God? So... We wanted to kind of declare that, so we're going to do that with this song. All right, you guys ready to jam? Let's do it. Sins and griefs to bear 
never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful who will all our sorrow share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in good one i hope you guys like it because um we are well within our legal right to do whatever the heck we want to do to that song <laughs> i'm just kidding our, colin are you cumbered with a load of care <laughs> you know i feel like are you uh, weak or heavy laden uh zach ask me what my greatest strength is and what my greatest weakness is just ask me okay what is your greatest strength we're in an interview right now uh i care too much Okay. Is your only weakness that you <laughs> you care? I care too much. Too good. I'm so good that I'm I don't with really care. understand how good I am. <laughs> What's your greatest strength and your greatest weakness? Well, I would say that I'm overladen with care, <laughs> sir. I am Benedict Cumberbatch with care. Okay. Encumbered. What a what a old word. Not even encumbered, but cumbered. So, um, before we even get to the subject matter at hand. Uh-huh. I just want to say, I really appreciate everybody getting in touch with us on Facebook. I appreciate Bob Keith again. It's the second shout out for being our patron patron patron. Thank, patron. You. Thank you to our only patron so far, but you we can join him though. If you like <laughs> patreon.com slash house podcast. And I want to thank everybody who talked to us today because it's going to be yeah. cool for episode to talk about what we're going to talk about. Which oh is yeah. We're prayer. going to pull up some social media stuff. That's going to so be in cool. a little bit. I'll, I'll yeah. do that, but I just want to say thank you for everybody for giving us good feedback. Thanks again. Yeah. Keep checking us out and keep uh, rating our podcast. If you haven't done that already. All right, Zach, if this episode was a resume or a, like an editorial, uh-huh. what would be the non diplom? You know what I'm saying? What would be the, uh, the subheader? What, what, What's the, oh. what is the, <laughs> the subtitle? <laughs> I like it when books have like multiple subtitles. Yeah. I got a few of those. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> like keeping tally colon the illuminating the lies that imprison you. Oh yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> a good shout out to Christy again, back from episode five. She's awesome. And yep. so is Brian who we're hopefully going to have on the next yeah. episode. So that'll be a lot of fun. Well, being that this is a, uh, prayer podcast about prayer maybe we should pray in the prayer podcast about yes prayer. before we even get to it thank yeah. you all right um well i think you prayed last time so i will pray this time sweet because i want to yeah yeah don't give me that look everybody who's listening thanks he, for volunteering he gave me a look <laughs> i'm just kidding no i didn't all right let's pray god thank you so much for uh providing us an opportunity to uh come to you Every week in prayer and in song and um, in discussion. And we just uh, want to pray tonight that you would uh, illuminate uh, your word so that we can understand it, read it clearly and, and have good discussion. And we just pray these things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right, bud. So what's what's the dealio? What's the non diplom? Yeah, you have here. Thy will be done versus this is what I want. 
What? Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Those two things contradict. Do they, though? Zach, do they? Do they always? I don't know. Yeah. So so how would you sum that up? What do we... Well, I would say that um, if you have a experienced trying to pray or trying to develop a prayer life, you probably have at some point prayed prayers where you really just want to be submissive to God's will. And that is a good thing. Um, but you've probably also prayed prayers where, um, you just want to tell God what you want in that moment. And there's something on your heart. Yeah. Heavy laden, heavy laden. Sure. Um, or even just something that you, you really desire. Maybe you really want that job. Maybe you won't starve to death without it. Um, but it, it, but it's something that you feel like you are, you're called to do and you really want God to kind of open that door for you. That's, I think job is a good you mentioned resumes. I think yeah. that might be a good example. But wait, hold up. H- stop the horse. Stop the carriage for a minute here. <laughs> Thy we need will like be- a soundboard. Yeah, so we, we really, I'll, I have to fully this stuff. In. Thy will be done, Zach. No, right, right. I want this job. No, I, this is not God's will. <laughs> please heal my mom. Yeah. Absolutely not. Do you want, do I want this job? Absolutely not. Yeah. Thy will be done means that you aren't allowed to pray for that stuff. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't speak to what anybody else has experienced, but I know that I have, um, I have had that mindset before. I have had yeah. that mindset as well. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people who understand the, the, the Lord's prayer, um, read it thusly and I will read it. Sure. Our father, this is the old, this is the old English people. This ain't no newfangled, uh, KJV for me, uh, debts or any of that stuff. This is the 1923 version here. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Yep. For thine kingdom, yeah, that whole, that whole business. Okay, so everybody understands and knows a version of that. Yeah. Stop changing it. Gosh. Yeah. You know what? Right. This is this is probably so, the modern version. Our somebody up there yes. who arts in another modern, place. Modern equals bad for those of you who yeah. don't. <laughs> don't change anything. <laughs> right. So, yeah, um, man, this... Uh, scripture, the Lord's prayer has really been with the church forever. I mean, and it's been like, not only something that like we will actually repeat the actual words, but some people even go so far as to use it as a formula for prayer. What do you think about that? I think that it is a great, for- I think Jesus would say it's a formula for prayer. And I, I agree. I, I mean, that's what he says. He says, when you pray, pray like this. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think in the context of Matthew six, which is a, which is what I think it comes from. Um, there's a lot going on before, sure. but, uh, but in general, I think this is a great prayer, Yeah. but I don't believe that this is the only way to pray. Maybe not. Um, but you know, if you need a formula for prayer, I don't know that you can find a better one begins with like admitting that who we're talking to is God. He's our father. He's in heaven. And hallowed be that name. Right. I mean, it's just, it starts with glory to God first off. Then the prayer that follows is mm-hmm. starting with your kingdom come, your will be done. That's right. You know, so it's acknowledging God's will first on earth as it is in heaven, which like is a nod to like how um, God rules in heaven and on earth. And so what we want is a piece of heaven here. Right. Then it goes on to our needs. Then a admission of the forgiveness that we need. Mm-hmm. And reckoning with the fact that we need to forgive others. I mean, it's it's absolutely the uh, cut and dry. Right. Uh, it has it has prayer. it has almost everything you would need. And if you're, you know, just needing to get something out, I mean, the Lord's Prayer is a good place to start. And there you go. And so yeah. and so um, let let me let me just open this up here and say that there is nothing wrong with that prayer. Obviously, Jesus said to pray that way. But um, there are other times in the scriptures where people pray Uh and in those other times that people pray and there's other times where people ask Jesus for things. Right. Selfishly. 
And so what we're talking about today is the reconciliation of those two ideas. And of course, on the podcast in the past, we've done this versus that. And this is just yeah. like a good example of a this versus that discussion. And so what we're really talking about is two uh, schools of thought. Right. Would you say, Zach? Yeah. Two or, schools of thought. Yeah. And I mean, I, I feel like m- most people probably do both of these at one time or another. Absolutely. I know I have. But I, um, I, I guess what I mean when I say two schools of thought is where people lean as far as like where they feel. Because uh, it's it's interesting. Yeah. The, the further me and Zach get into this podcast and the further we get into the depth of our, of our understanding of the scripture and, and, and our renewal of that, the more we find these like uh, – either side of the road discussions yeah, where you're, you're stuck on one end or you're stuck in the other. We talked about faith and works a little bit with Jake. That's exactly right. And Jake and Jake made the same assumption. I think that we're probably going to make today, which is that they're complimentary complimentary. Yeah. Just they're not opposing views and we'll, we'll get more into that, but um, they're not against each other. They're actually good friends, but uh, we had some other kind of prayers in here. Zach, do you want to, Want to read some of these? Right. Well, because you um, had a thing about the Jabez, Jabez. You listed the Jabez prayer and it says that he cried out to God. Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. Sounds kind of like a selfish prayer. On the surface, this could really be thought of as a selfish prayer. And, you know, maybe in a way it kind of is. Hmm. Um Enlarge my territory? What is that? Hold on, hold on. Thy will be done, Zach. I've said this yeah. before, okay? You're getting right. what, cart before the horse here. What if I'm just really want to pray that God will increase my Instagram followers? Well, is that, that something that I can pray? Is that a Jabez endorsed prayer? Zach, have you heard uh, <laughs> have you heard of these four words? Thy will be done. Thy will be done. <laughs> yes, you can just shut down anything with thy will be done. <laughs> oh, man. Hold on. Right. Hold on. Be like, hey, Zach, do you, you want to go yeah. get some Wendy's tonight? <laughs> thy will be done. Will so be done, I, 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 I don't make the decisions. God does. Right. <laughs> yeah. To, to a certain um, point, you really could just argue that God has like complete um, super control that supersedes our free will. Mm-hmm. And it really is his will, you know, maybe that I would get Arby's or whatever <laughs> instead. <laughs> what is it? What is your favorite scripture? Stand up and eat. What is that? Oh, rise up, Peter, kill and eat. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what he's telling you. Right what now. I imagine. Yeah. So God tells Peter um, in a dream, he sees all these animals that are unclean. Uh, that they're supposedly not supposed to eat. Right. God's trying to tell him that it's okay to eat these unkosher animals. Right. So there's a lobster and probably, that, that's you know, the same I, one. there's a lobster. There's like a deer. <laughs> there's like a pig, obviously. Yeah. Um, I like to think that maybe there was a dinosaur. Eyes <laughs> <laughs> up, kill and eat. So it says, <laughs> he says, rise up, Peter, kill and eat. And then what I imagine when I read that is um, the um, the shooting mini game from the Oregon Trail. <laughs> yeah. And so I see a little Peter. <laughs> oh, Raptor. bullets. Raptor goes by. <laughs> so that would be amazing. Somebody who knows like Flash, please make that. <laughs> please remake Oregon Trail and don't change anything about it. Same, same stipulation, same like death that happens within like three days, but also add Raptor. I just want to see a game where Peter can kill all these animals. He just has a gun. <laughs> okay. How come when it's just the two of us, we get off track? So easily? no, 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 no. I, <laughs> hey, this is quality content here. So Zach, what is it? What yeah. is it that is so interesting about this one? Um, Jabez has kind of an interesting cultural thing to it. There is a book called the prayer of Jabez. Yeah. Um, and I, I have not actually read it. But um, I think that one of the criticisms of like that whole idea is like pray that God would enlarge your territory. Yeah. I think that if you go too far down that road, um, you can lead to what's called the prosperity gospel. Yep. And that's just basically a message um, that's popular among people. Um, But it's basically saying that like God's going to make you rich. Like you just need to have faith. Um, God's going to increase and that's when you get churches asking you for seed money. Right. So they send you these envelopes and they're like, you need to donate so God can bless you fourfold. I believe that God blesses you when you, um, when you tithe or yeah. when, when you're generous. Yeah. He, he takes care of you um, because you are being faithful. And Malachi 310, 
I think says okay. like, test me in this, like bring your weed into the storehouses. Yeah. Um, see that I'm going to be faithful to you mm-hmm. is the message that God has for us with that. So, but you know, I think that it's not always monetarily, right. You know, maybe God will bless you in other ways. I know that, um, Kara and I have both been blessed when we started to be more intentional about tithing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't necessarily with riches beyond our wildest dreams. <laughs> You know, right. We're, we still struggle like anybody else, but I think God is very faithful. Um, just in the fact that we are trusting him with what we give out. So, um, I'm going to go through two or three other types yeah. of prayers. Now that we've heard about the Jabez one, I picked someone, I picked some prayers that are in the scripture that I guess people know pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I did that is because they're examples of kind of like, like, I guess my, like the further argument would be like, what is being selfish then? Right. Mm. So Paul's prayer to the Philippines, Philippians. Uh, so yeah. in Philippians one, nine through 11, it says, and I pray this, that your love may abound even more and more in knowledge and every kind of insight so that you can decide what is best and thus be sincere and blameless for the day of Christ filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Christ, Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Amen. Yeah. And, and so it's the him praying for the Philippians. Yeah. That they would know and feel a certain way. Uh-huh. So he's not praying selfishly for himself, but he is praying for things for these other people. Yeah, and he's so, praying for the community that he helped start, you know, that they would stay strong. Right. Um, now that is, and be together. I think that's an awesome prayer. Like yeah. I, I personally don't find anything wrong with that. I don't really find anything wrong with the Jabez prayer either, but we'll talk why. Well, I will talk later about why I don't have a problem with it, but, um, yeah. well, the difference between those two is Paul is, is praying for others. He's praying for other yeah. people, but what he is doing is what he is praying about is lining up with what God wants for those yeah. people for yeah. sure. But it is still a prayer for other people, but yeah. it is still a prayer done without saying thy will be done here. In yeah. one of the good ways that I've seen the the Jabez mindset mm-hmm. employed is when people say, you know, God, I'm praying that you increase my territory. I'm giving you my faith in this, that you will bless us so that we can bless others. Right. So when you add in the so that. You know, it kind of it kind of makes sense. Right. And so and, and there so, are some people who are just called to be givers and, and contributors into things. And I right. think sometimes God blesses people with a large amount of resources, let's say, um, or a large amount of time or something that they can give back. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's probably more in line with what the original intent of the scripture that Jabez prayer draws on. Right. Yeah. And so the compliment. I just picked a, another one to compliment, and then I'll let you talk about John 17. Um, but uh, the the other really famous one that we know from songs, but also just because it's a famous psalm, is Psalm 51, where David's singing of repentance and, and mm-hmm. praying about repentance. And he says, in, in the middle right there, he says, create in me a pure heart yeah. and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And so when you're praying for God to renew your heart, even though it is God's will to do so, it is still you praying for yourself. Yeah. So the what is the difference? So let me just give an example of of maybe a controversial prayer. Okay. I'm not saying that I think it's controversial. I'm saying that it would seem controversial. If I was like, God, listen, okay, my wife is great wife, but I just want another little girl inside. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so what I'm praying today for is that you would just keep this a secret from my wife. I found mm. a nice little honey on Tinder. Yeah. And I'm just not controversial at all. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm not saying whether or not it's controversial. I'm just saying that if people would know it. Is You're that. really, really reaching to not make a moral stance then. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm teasing. But um, what I'm saying is, that that is an example of somebody just wanting to do what they want to do, right? Well, there's that too. I mean, it happens. So what's the difference between that and David's Psalm 51? Well, in David's Psalm 51, not only is he praying, he's praying for himself, just yeah. like my example, but the difference is that he is abiding in what God wants for him. Yeah, yeah. And we touched on something a little while back where you were talking to me about conscience and you kind of changed my mind a little bit. 
about what conscience is in a way. I mean, you know, <laughs> change of minds. I, left I right. tend to do that. No, I'm, I, <laughs> but what I'm saying is when you directed me back to some scripture and I took a look, um, this idea that God can change your heart, change your conscience. That's the idea of sanctification. Exactly. Yeah. And so what, what happens when you pray, but you have a sanctified heart and soul yeah. that's turned towards God. Now let's hear John 17. Cause you, you yeah. put that on. There. Well, so first of all, just answering your question before we go into okay. the Jesus prayer. Yeah. Having a um, clean and pure heart, as David says, um, and we know that David didn't always have a pure heart, did he? No. Um, but <laughs> who does? <laughs> yeah, I guess, um, you know, the simplest way to explain it. And I guess the cheesiest and probably most cliche way is just that your desires will match up to what God wants as he forms you. Hopefully. So <laughs> yeah, if you don't let your desires that come from you get in the way and you say right. like, I yield, you know, as you do that, hopefully what God is going to do is he is going to um, continue to work on your heart. Right. Yeah. And, the, and so, you know, we have to have that hope. Otherwise, like we are just like completely wandering around in the dark and there's no hope of ever finding anything. Right. Because yeah. um, the the well, as we get further, because we're still kind of getting yeah. into the meat of this thing, um, we'll talk about what it means when you when you feel that guilty feeling. Yeah. When you're praying, you're like, wait a minute, can I pray for this? Yeah. It feels weird. Maybe, maybe more like questioning. Yeah. No. So in John 17, Jesus prays for his disciples. And I didn't really have time to go through and pick out like a specific verse. It's okay. It's kind of a long thing. Um, but he, uh, where is it that he says he prays for himself. And then yeah. down here, he says, uh, I have revealed to you to those verse whom six. you have given me out of the world. Now they, they know that yours. everything you have given me comes from you for I gave them the words you gave me and they accepted them. Uh, what's the real thing that I'm actually thinking of? Holy father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave them and kept them safe. The name you gave me, none has been lost except the one doomed to destruction. So that scripture would be fulfilled. Boom. I guess he's talking about Judas. Probably mm-hmm. I am coming to you now. But I say these things while I am still in the world. Let's skip down a little bit. My prayer is not for them alone. I also pray for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. So he is praying for us. Right. It's one of the few places you could say like Jesus like prayed straight for me and I can read it right there in John 17 I mean that, starting in verse 20 that whole uh, yeah. that whole chapter 17 I mean in my in, in this Bible that you have here with us it just says Jesus prays for himself then it goes through all that father the time has come glorify yeah. your son and then it says Jesus prays for his disciples and then after that it says Jesus prays for all the believers yeah so he just goes down that list yeah like he prays for himself. There's the sense as you read through that, that what struck, what strikes me every time is that Jesus um, knows that we are being sent out into the world and he hopes that we remain in him. Mm. And then also together, you know, he wants us all to be one. And so that's a very like unselfish prayer and a very, um, a prayer that goes right along with the mission of Jesus itself. Right. You know, that's what he came to establish. Yeah, and it's it's funny because we've now heard what would seem like a Jesus laying out the the prayer, yeah, our Father, the Lord's prayer, and then there's yeah. like the the Jabez. Is his name Jabez? It's just J A B E S. No, you're you probably know better than me. You're taking Hebrew, yeah. so um, uh, Jabez who talks about extending his territory, and then it talks mm-hmm. about, and uh, uh, you know, and the the, I guess it's the letter to the Philippians, the Philippian church. He's talking yeah. about how he prays that, you know, those, those people will yeah. grow and understand and, and, and kind of have this, uh, heart turned towards God. And, and then, uh, in Psalm 15, so there's prayer for the community, prayer for the community. Yeah. And then there is the prayer for yourself saying, Hey, clean, clean my heart up, make it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jesus is just like covering all of that yeah. in that one scripture in 17. Yeah. He's going, 
me, believers, disciples, yeah. the world. Yeah. And then, you know, speaking of like what could be quote unquote a selfish prayer, uh, let's not forget that Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane yeah. said like, take the cup, take the cup, just take it yeah. away from me. If it be your will. And I mean, you could make the argument that when he asks, when he looks up and he says, uh, God, why have you forsaken me? He is praying then. I mean, yeah. technically. Yeah. Well, he's also playing out Psalm 22, which yeah. is really cool. We could talk about sometime. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. it's a different, uh, bigger can of worms. But um, yeah. So uh, before we before we get into some questions you and I had, uh, the first question on that list is, how do you pray? How do you pray? <laughs> Emphasis on you. So specifically for everybody listening, if you want to reply on Podbean or Facebook or uh, Apple Podcasts, yeah. send us a reply and tell us how you pray when you hear this. Check out that question. It's on our Facebook and everywhere else on social media. So there you go. At us. At us. But um, yeah. we got a crap ton of replies on this. And so I just wanted to read some random ones. Uh, I, I don't want to shout out anybody because who knows? They probably don't want their uh, name on. Uh, Colin's been doing a great job getting us out there to various I've been trying, groups. I've been trying my best. Uh, all I can do is to say varying degrees. All I can do is say, hey, here we are. We're discussing stuff. You want to yeah. hang out and discuss stuff with us? Sure. Why not? Just don't be disgusting and stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, just random people. I say, well, how do you pray? And one person uh-huh. wrote, uh but talk to him about everything. He will hear you. God loves us all. Uh, one person said, our father who art in heaven is how he prays. Uh, uh-huh. Different person said, I talk to Jesus as I talk to you. Mm. Boom. Uh, one person said, my life is a prayer. One person said, I do it all in Jesus name. Um, Did anyone say that they're living on a prayer? Oh my gosh. I hope so. <laughs> Whoa, we're halfway there. Oh, to a thousand <laughs> downloads on the podcast. Isn't that how it goes? <laughs> well, that's what that's what we're praying for. Selfishly. We are, uh, yeah, we are. We are actually. Uh, I think that, I, you know, as we're going to talk about this in a minute, we're, uh, we hope that our hearts are, are, tu- are tuned to and abiding in God's will. Mm-hmm. And, and hopefully that will allows us to be successful doing the podcast. So, um one person said, um, he kind of goes through the Lord's prayer and why it's significant. Kind of what you did. Yeah. Um, not the first person to do it either. Not the first person. By I, far. Know. I know. <laughs> There's a lot out there. And so one person I thought was interesting. They said they pray in secret. And I asked them, replied yeah. and said, do you never pray in a group? Because, you know, in church, and I'm sure a lot of people yeah. that are listening do the hold your hands or bow your heads in a group and, and, and you pray for each other, that kind of thing. And There's so probably people out there only pray in a group that that could be. Yeah. And so this person said, I used to in a Bible, he used to do just that in a Bible study. And at one point he realized that when he prays in private, he is able to focus like exclusively uh-huh. on God. But when he's with other people, he, he finds it difficult to do so. And also he feels like his prayers end up turning towards the other people and not towards God. And so it's very, it's a, we got a whole lot of stuff. You guys can check it out on Facebook, reply with whatever you want to reply. But now that we've heard from some people before we, do, yeah. we dissect that, Zach, how do you, you pray? pray? Oh, and just uh, remember. Yeah. I will be done. So right. don't say anything too selfish. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I change it up quite a bit to be honest. Um, how do you, let me ask you this. How do you start a prayer? How do I start a prayer? Um, What's usually, the first word? usually by addressing the father. So dear father or, um, Hey God, or <laughs> I never do this, but we have a close friend, um, and patron who <laughs> says daddy all the What's time. What's the uh, thing? What you said? There was another person who does that. Remember? Oh, well, that's actually in scripture. I mean, it says pray to Abba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pray to Abba. That's right. Abba's okay. father mm. in Hebrew. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Not not just father, but like in a term of endearment, daddy. Yeah. So, so. Hey, daddy. How you doing, daddy? So you start, you start yeah. with God and then. Yeah. Depending on the situation, I'm sure it, you. It really, it varies yeah. wildly. I mean, there, there are times when it's just word vomit. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> there are times when, when I don't really have the words and sometimes I even find it helpful to be like, God, I don't have 
words right now. Yeah. What's the, um, well, there's that. And then I try to have. get quiet and I, I try to be more okay with that. Sometimes I feel like I need to be saying something, but. So you, you sometimes feel like you are kind of the embodiment of Romans eight twenty six, which says, likewise, the spirit, mm, the spirit helps us in our weakness for we do not know what to pray for. Yeah. As we ought, but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings. There's a lot of times that I'm like that. Yeah. Too deep for words. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing? I think, you know, just, um, yeah, like it's okay to be quiet sometimes. Um, yeah. other times I get kind of ADHD a little bit, which yep, I don't, I don't, me. I don't actually have that, but I can get I that do. way. In, <laughs> well, do you ever get that way in prayer? You just start thinking about what oh, you're yeah. doing tomorrow. Oh yeah. Um, Jake, I get distracted really easy. It was actually Jake that, uh, taught me one time that like, if, if you do get distracted, sometimes you can pay attention to that. And it actually is God putting something on your heart. Yeah. Thought about that before. Like, no, that's true. You start thinking about what you're doing tomorrow or whatever. Maybe you need to pray about tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. See, that's, I still haven't figured out like, um, when I start thinking about Ty smile, like what that means, but maybe I need to just pray for those, maybe. those peeps that make that delicious curry. All right, Zach, ask me and do it like very emphasis. How do you pray? Oh, who me? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, nobody here. Call me off guard here. <laughs> Put that emphasis on the you. <laughs> um, I would say, um, like you, I always start off with God, uh, but uh, you know, to to let him know who who I'm talking to. But um, my, whenever uh, I'll get into the distracted thing first, but whenever I'm praying generally for something, it's usually, and this is might, might be a bad thing. I think this is probably a bad thing. And that is that I generally pray when it's on my heart to pray. Yeah. But I think sometimes it's good to pray when you don't like, aren't like in desperate need of a prayer. Yeah. I, I find, um, that's a good time for like mealtime prayers. Sure. Uh, because like you don't necessarily feel like you need to sit down and pray sometimes yeah. um, unless that's just kind of become your habit, which I guess maybe that's the point of that. <laughs> I, growing up, like my family didn't and I imagine yours didn't either um, didn't sit down and pray before we ate dinner. Usually typically we I mean, we did not. Yeah, but it's weird. I think when I was really young and my dad was involved in the Catholic church before uh-huh. he passed away that we did. Yeah. yeah. And we, so maybe you didn't later on. And we did for like, obviously for Christmas and Easter yeah. and all those times, yeah. especially with family. But like, yes, after my dad passed away, my mom was like, Oh, I'm at odds with all this. Stuff. Yeah. We, we would pray when we had the whole family there for Thanksgiving or something. Yeah. And it was always kind of weird because it was like, we didn't do it any other time. Mm-hmm. And, um, when I got into college and started doing like campus ministry stuff, they were like, Zach's kind of the, the pastorly person of the family. So it was like always right. my job <laughs> to yeah. pray, um, at Thanksgiving and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there are some families that pray together before every meal. And I think that's great. Um, me and my wife, we're still kind of working on that as a habit. We, we tend to do it when it's like a nicer meal. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I know that's super weird, but like um, if we're like sitting down after a hard day of work and having a bowl of cereal, <laughs> we don't necessarily sit down and pray. But we yeah. always do for at Ty Smile every time. Hold hands, pray. Oh, yeah, I, I, this may, this may almost be like a bad thing in itself as well. But I almost like rub it in people's face that I'm going to pray. <laughs> I'm going to pray. How about what are you going to do about it? <laughs> hey, shout out to Dustin. Thank you for uh, just like praying and being chill that time we went yeah. to uh, the German restaurant. Right. Because we're like, who's praying? All right, everybody put your, you know, <laughs> the Dustin. If you don't want to like, pray, put your finger right, on your nose. Let's, let's pray. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, we so- all have that one friend who won't put his finger in front of his nose. <laughs> he didn't even know the game. So I just volunteered. I was like, oh, well, Dustin's going to list. So I'll volunteer. <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, all I was going to say. What is, else do you do when you pray? What are your other well, prayer habits? As far as like distractions go, which I was going to say, because you talk about ADHD, I have very, very big distraction problems. I've had yeah. my whole life. You actually have ADHD. <laughs> I have ADHD, the hyperactive man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you guys didn't know that already, but. Uh, <laughs> you can't tell. <laughs> oh, gee, really, Colin? <laughs> no, but um, 
Uh, weirdly enough, for a while, I would close my eyes doing those group prayers, and then my mind would just wander, right? Yeah. Then I taught myself that if I ever had my mind wander, I open my eyes and focus on something on the floor. Hmm. Or my shoe or whatever. I do that too. I actually get more distracted if my eyes are closed. So I open my eyes and I will focus on one thing and then listen with my ears. (laughs) It's hard to explain. It's like uh, me being a weird distracted guy. If I can focus on something that isn't what I'm trying to focus on, I can secondary focus on it. Yeah. It's hard to explain. But um, I always am Mm -hmm. like, I feel so bad if I like, if I like, uh, if I lose my place in the prayer and I like come back and like, what were they saying? And so, but I will say that for me, whenever it's, prayer time, personal prayer time. One of the things that is like a thing for me when uh, I'm alone, like in my car and it's desperation time, Mm -hmm. the only way I know how to pray. And I think Jake once told me when I first became a Christian that he like really enjoyed the way I pray because like the person on Facebook said, like, just like you're talking to somebody. Yeah. And this is a selfish thing in a way too. But um, sometimes I just like vent my stuff to, yeah, to God. Yeah. And if it was like a friend, they'd, they'd probably yeah. be okay with it. But with like God, it's like, it's it disrespectful, listen. you know? Yeah. But um, I'm like, dude, why the heck is this going wrong right now? Take huh. it to the Lord in prayer. Right. Yeah. Um, that leads really well into the second thing. The hesitation. Is do you ever have hesitation when praying? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what, are you asking me? Sure. Okay. So I know you've got like a big thing with this, so I'll make mine short. I'll just say that I kind of came quickly to this selfish prayer thing. Sure. But only because. You started there maybe. <laughs> but Yeah. But only because like when I first became a Christian, it hit me that like God's like always yeah. around, like always listening. And the other thing is that if you guys don't know this about me from listening uh, or you know me in real life, you would know. I'm a pretty forthright kind of person anyway. Mm. Like uh, if it's like, if I can tell somebody's um, like got an issue or if, if they're acting strange or if I want to clear the air, I'm just like very up open yeah. and up front. One time I kissed Jessica downstairs in Jessica's parents' basement. I just like kissed her while we were sitting. Maybe at the wasn't smart. <laughs> and Jessica's mom was like cleaning <laughs> behind us. And then she, I could hear her like grunting and like cleaning harder. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, she's like, vroom, vroom. and so I stopped, I was like, hold on, hon. Like she was like writing a story. Yeah. And I said, hold on a second. And I turned, we were still dating. We were only dating for like a year. And I turned to Karen and I said, Karen, can I ask you something? She's like, what? And I was like, does it bother you that um, I kissed Jessica <laughs> in front of you? And then she goes, oh, you're just open yeah. and up front about everything, aren't you? Yes. And so eventually I that's, realized. That's how Colin works. Don't you know this? <laughs> right. <laughs> Deal with it, Karen. So I eventually I realized like uh, that that's just how I pray with God most of the time. Like, yeah. uh, And so it's. So you may have a level of openness that other people don't. <laughs> it might just be ignorance that ended up being on the right side of ignorance. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I think that either way, it's it's good to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've struggled with that in the past and I think I still, I still do. I'm because, sure that a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. I was always kind of taught, I guess that like you need to really, really seek God's will mm-hmm. and it's all about, uh, being, um, submissive and pious and, right. um, your prayers need to be so holy and, and good. And the Lord's prayer. I mean, th- that's where people like come back to. They'll say your like, will be done and, right. and only your will be done. Like my will has no place in this at all. Is kind of the mindset I started. From. Right. Right. Um, I've been learning to be more forthright. Like you said, um, I mean, one of the things that I had to learn and just kind of keep reminding myself is that God knows anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bob was really helpful in that regard. Bob yeah. like kind of put it into words in a good way for us. Yeah. Yeah. We were having that discussion. Yeah. That. So, I mean, you know, I, uh, I was lonely at one point. This was before. Are we Karen talking about it? Dating. Yeah, yeah sure. Have, okay, good. Why not? We good, were good, good. so, yeah, I mean, I had kind of a downer weekend as a single guy. Uh, most of my friends were married by this point and uh, nobody was available to like chill this one weekend. I tried. I, I tried. Was, everybody would have, if they could, yeah. it's just, you know, things get busy. I, I don't think it was Valentine's day or anything, but maybe it was <laughs> oh, <laughs> February 14th. Nothing. Like, Oh, I'm free tonight. Sure. Yeah. Come. <laughs> hey, I can't so, make out with me. So we used to play games online. Um, 
League of Legends, I think it was yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would chat in the little chat room and I was complaining and probably being my more emo self. Um, hey, man, we all point. have it. We all go through it. Don't yeah. don't deny it. You like no shame, conservative right? truckers out there yeah. <laughs> that think you're tough and stuff like that. Yes, you have an emotional. You have cord. an emo side. You have a chewy chocolate center, as Ken likes to say. I even know yeah. Jim Lamb right now. If he's listening to this podcast, he's like, man, I'm tough, man. I yeah. don't get emotional over yeah. nothing. Yeah. And then like a Leonard Skinner, like really slow, like song will come on. Yeah. And he'll just be like, yeah. Oh, OK. So now what I'm going to say next, I'm not suggesting that every single person just needs to like go find a girl or whatever. Don't that's not, this is not not a, this this is is not a, a, we need to push everybody into something. Some people like to be single or need to be single, whether it be for a time or for a longer time. That's okay. Um, at this point though, I think, uh, I think I was ready to start looking at the options, you know? Um, as creepy as that sounds. (laughs) Before you continue, I'm just going to say this to the, to the crowd. Is it so crazy to ask for something like this? Just keep that in the back of your mind. I mean, we do like we we want these things. We want God to like make this happen or whatever. Right. Um, but that was Bob's very suggestion. I think it was Bob and you. You guys both brought it up to me. He just he just articulates things in a good, like clear, <laughs> concise way. Well, why don't you just pray that God will bring somebody into your life? <laughs> and I thought that I re- I really kind of thought that I couldn't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a big wall. Yeah. Yeah. It and was. It, and and I, that's what I was yeah. saying. People listening to this is yeah. that, is that so crazy? Yeah. But immediately when you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's weird. Now, you know, I don't know how this works out as far as the will of God is concerned. Um, but I kind of broke down and said, I'm going to go ahead and ask for this, even though it makes me feel like I can't, you know, I can't do it myself or, or it makes me feel like I'm asking for something. It's almost like a reverse pride. Like you're yeah. um, like you want to put God or anybody else really before yourself. Um, you think that you're being so humble and, and submissive and caring for the needs of others. But really, it's it is just kind of pride, like because you don't want to ask for something for yourself. You know what I mean? It, it is. Yeah. And in a way, you're almost like. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm pretty forthright, but even yeah. I have felt like this sometimes that like, yeah. why I don't need help. I can handle this yeah. on my own. <laughs> and I remembered um, that there was a time when we wanted to have an outdoor concert at EKU. Yeah. But the weather started looking like it was going to rain and everybody was saying, um, why don't we just pray that it doesn't rain? And I even then thought like, maybe we can't, maybe we can't do that. Maybe it's God's will that it rains. <laughs> And our our campus uh, minister had to correct me. (laughs) I was, I was very much a God's will guy (laughs) uh, for a time. But yeah, so, but that night, you know, when I just was like, you know, I think I'm going to change my mindset. I'm going to allow God to maybe bring somebody into my life. I'm going to even ask him for it. Uh, So I did just that. And do you feel like at that point in your life, even though you were going through some stuff that you were abiding with God? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I was putting my trust in him in a way that I hadn't previously. Boom. And that's, so that was a, that's good, a big key there. Yeah, it was. And, you know, I, I was not, um, it was not a demanding thing. Mm-hmm. It was God, if you want to bless me this way, please do it. That's what I desire, you know? And <laughs> I was not, I truly think, you know, I wasn't going to worship God any less if it didn't happen. Sure. I believe that the answer can be no sometimes. Um, but it happened to work out that very soon after that, um, I reconnected with um, a friend of mine, Kara Monroe at the time. And three years later, we got married. So, Woo! yeah, yeah, Kara, this is not a, this is not an everybody thing. But if if you get to that submissive place and you're like, God, um, I'm surrendered to your will. But this is honestly what I want. I think that God. God wants to answer those prayers. He wants to bless you. Yeah. And I, and, and, and I will, I will read a scripture that really just speaks straight to that. Um, and it's John 15, seven, not too far away from John 17. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, Mm -hmm. ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Yeah. And so here, here is the, the kind of caveat, I guess you could say, if I can use a fancy word, um, Obviously, God knows whatever is on your heart. Yeah, yeah. And so the the 
the thing that is, it is a repeated thing in the scripture is ask and you shall receive. Right. Knock and the door will be opened. Uh huh. Um, any of you who seeks, you know, uh, how much more will your father bless you yep. if you ask him to? Uh, if you would buy your child something or, you know, so uh, yeah. the, the, the idea that kind of comes to mind is that like, okay, well then I'm going to ask for it. Right. But then immediately there's that hesitation. Like we just, we talked about earlier. And so I think it's a cool idea that, that we are always checking ourselves to making sure our before wrecking ourselves. uh, Yeah. So to speak that our, that our, our, our desires are lining up with God. But at the same time, I think that there has been so many examples in the scripture where people ask selfishly for Mm -hmm. things. I mean, like, where do we draw the line? That's, I guess this is, this is where I'm just going to kind of go off course a little bit and say, where do we draw the line on selfishness? Right. So yeah. Is it selfish to ask that God heal your dying mother? Is that selfish? I don't, is it? I mean, that depends on how you define selfish. Exactly. Cause a lot of people would say like, God, I'm just going to selfishly pray for healing. I wouldn't call that selfish, but well, if, yeah. if it is a prayer designed to benefit yourself, then technically yeah. it's selfish. Right. But then, so, but that is also a, a virtuous prayer that maybe, or a right, maybe a righteous prayer that God is like, Oh, your heart's abiding with me. And I know that you've, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and so then we take it a step further. Is it selfish to say, uh, God, I, I, I don't want to be depressed anymore. Yeah. Or, you know, yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so, (laughs) and so, uh, what I'm saying is that God, God knows what is yeah. on your heart. And just like Bob told us and, you know, well, he already knows anyway. <laughs> exactly. And so, so matter of factly. So one of the questions that we, what we put down here is, is there such thing as a bad prayer? Now I gave a really terrible example earlier and I would say that's probably a bad prayer. Sure. <laughs> but the difference is I don't believe that a prayer is actually a prayer unless you are praying to God. Now, yeah. A, the word prayer is a prayer, but I'm talking about like, maybe, maybe I'll go like even like a step further and says, uh, and say that God can hear everything. Yeah. But I don't know if, or I'm sorry, God is listening to everything, but I don't know if God like even hears like a, like a nasty prayer, but right. But well, I mean, there's, there's scripture that talks about God not listening to yeah an unrighteous person. Right. And so, when we get to that point, <laughs> which I hope you guys don't get to that point, yeah. but if you are, but if your heart is so tethered that you are just praying for terrible things, um, yeah. God is going to hear them. But obviously the, the caveat of, of, of prayer is that at all times you should be trying to attune your heart to what God wants. And it's a relationship. Yeah, thing. exactly. If the Holy spirit will help you with that. Yeah. As I well. mean, I think there's a point at which God is like, I don't even know you like get to know me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I think the Holy spirit provides us with such a connection that we can tap into, to God's uh, will in our own heart. And so, yeah, the, the formulaic thing that um, like Jonathan powers talked about, right. Was that we pray to God through Christ Jesus mm-hmm. in the power of the Holy Spirit. Right. So that means that the Holy Spirit is there to deliver the message, bring the presence of Christ here. Mm-hmm. Christ is there to intercede on our behalf. So he's actively before the father praying for us. Right. Exactly. He's doing what he did in John 17, like continuously. And so um, the only time that in the scripture, the, and I love James, I've talked about this a lot. But there's a few, not the only time, but if there's a few times in the scripture where they kind of outlie, like, don't pray this way. Yeah. And so in James four verses two and three, oh, yeah, it says, you desire, but you do not have. So you kill, uh-huh. you covet, but you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. And then in three, it says, when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives yeah. that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Now, I mean, how do we get our motives right? That that is crazy. So we got to we first we got to abide in God and we've got to tune our heart. And I think yeah. that 
I w- I'm going to say that the Holy Spirit is very powerful, right? And so yeah. when the Holy Spirit is so powerful that it can actually change your heart, right? I think that hesitation comes when we're praying about something that we know God isn't like necessarily going to glorify. Now, in the case of you and Kara, I think that you had you had wrestled with God and not wrestled with him, but just wrestled with the idea of that. Yeah. And got to a place where you're like, I'm ready for this. And I think God was like, all right, your heart's ready for this. Yeah. And I wouldn't have been before. Like it was a right. process. And so I think that's a, a significant thing that we can talk about yeah. where, whereas you weren't, you weren't, I want, I want a girlfriend. I want a wife. I just want some hot, whatever. Yeah. You were like, oh, God, I know that, you know, your will is the best thing for me, but. I know that I do want this thing. Yeah. And so furthermore, in the scripture leading up to the Lord's prayer in Matthew, it says, and when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites. Yeah. That was the other thing I was going to say. Or they love to stand and pray <laughs> yeah. in the synagogues and in the street yeah. corners, uh, that they may be seen by others. Yeah. Truly. I say to you, they have received their rewards, but when you pray, Go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. This is kind of like the guy in on the, the Facebook. Secret. And your father who sees place. in secret will reward you. Yeah. And when you yeah. pray, yeah. Don't heap empty phrases as the Gentiles do. Right. This is an example of heaping empty phrases. You're sitting in a group and you're just like, God, you know what, man? You're just like the best, you know? You got so it. baller, guys. You got it going on yeah. in spades, man. <laughs> and everybody's like, amen. And you're just like, yeah. And I'm an awesome prayer. See, that's kind of what they're saying that the, <laughs> the people yeah. were doing at that yeah. time. They were trying to sound awesome. And so, you know, um, do not be like them for your father right. knows what you need before you ask right. him. Yeah. And so the, the, the key ingredient to that is God knows what's on your heart. Right. So the second that you abide in him and say, this thing is on my heart, I'm trusting you with it. Uh-huh. Then I think things are going to be I fine. think it's so like the way that I would sum up my journey with prayer um, that continues along ever since that moment and, and just keeps building on itself is that I ever more want to try and get real before God. Oh, yeah. It's get more real. Like that's the word that like. God keeps kind of giving me like, get more real, be more authentic. Right. Um, That's why like, you know, it's okay to uh, have the wordless groaning kind of thing happening in your spirit. Like Mm -hmm. that's real. And I think that it is a circle that feeds in on itself because you get more real. Your heart is more opened up to God speaking to you and you actually having an authentic conversation with him. Right. And then that, feeds into your prayer life where God uses the Holy spirit to develop you and brings your desires closer to him. Mm -hmm. And as you get closer to him, you guess what? You get more real and you get more satisfaction out of um, just being authentic and saying like, I'm giving my whole heart in this. Right. And And so what you want, you want that to just build on itself. Keep that going. It's a practicing kind of thing, you know, it's mm-hmm. like learning to breathe. Um, like if you uh, sing like we do, you learn to kind of like control your breath. You yeah. Know? So it's take like, breaths in between. It's a practice where you're like, I got to get some air at this point. And so um, you learn how to find those times where you got to take the opportunity to go. <gasps> like Tay Zonde, he moves his mic, his moves his mouth away from the mic to breathe. <laughs> I wish I could play that on the piano. I think it's kind of advanced even for me. Um, <laughs> it's tough. I bet. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but no. yeah, you, you gotta, um, you gotta like, you gotta breathe in deep in those moments. And I think you learn that more and more as you do it while also getting the benefit from having an active prayer life like that. And so in the scripture, <laughs> I like it. That's a yeah. mic drop moment. And so in just to echo what you're saying in the scripture, it talks a lot about, um, it talks about uh, about bringing your prayers to God, right? And so it if taken out of context, like for example, I have Mark 11:24 here and it says, "Therefore I tell you, uh whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yeah. yours." Take that out of context for a minute. Yeah. And say, "Well, it says in Mark 11:24 that whatever I ask, if I just believe that I have it, then right. it'll be mine." Well, people do this. I know. Yeah. And what I'm saying is 
they even this. I don't even need to necessarily. I mean, I love to go around it and get the context, but even just having this, I can I can tell you that it's not as cut and dry because right. it says in here, believe that you have received it. Do you know what that requires? Abiding. Yeah. And and faith. Yeah. And I don't believe that you can truly believe that you will receive that gift unless you have a good relationship with God. Right, right. And, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I just got to make myself believe this. You can't make. Absolutely. You you can't. It it requires faith and trust in God. And that comes from the Holy Spirit and abiding. And especially being honest and open. Yeah. And and then in Philippians, um, of course, this is the classic. This is probably my favorite description of prayer. Yeah. And that is, do not be anxious about anything. So like we talked about hesitation or worry, uh, but in everything by prayer and supplication, uh-huh. with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Yeah. Now that doesn't promise anything within just those words. Right. But it does say that when your heart is in the right place, that's the best time. That's when you that. can cast your anxieties. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and just like you were saying, it's like. Because you're literally saying, God, I'm spent right now. <sighs> yeah. Just like that song, I'm so yeah. spent, so I pray. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right, that is in there. You guys, yeah. you got when right. we make our concept album, yeah. that'll be a thing. You guys, oh, can I heard, for. I heard somebody pray once. Um, that was like God, like help me, you know, to rest on Your grace, like even when I don't believe it today, you know, yeah, like if like help my unbelief is like something that's like another ancient like phrase, yeah, that we repeat, but. Um, yeah, so even taking that to God, like that's the kind of realness that I'm talking about. So, so yeah. the the realness thing, like the, I don't know if I've ever been as real in that way as you have. Now, you said that I'm a very earnest guy, but um, whenever my dad passed away and a few years went by, and I was still living in Florida, uh-huh. I once was like sitting outside after like basketball practice, and like I, nobody knows this. Like, I think I told my mom that I did this, but. Um, I was out there alone waiting for my mom to come pick me up and she was running late and I just started like crying and I was like, Oh no, not to get like all emotional or anything, but I started crying and I was just like, yeah, like I was like, I guess praying to God, but I, you know what I understood. And I was just like, why are you so mean? <laughs> like, why do you always like make yeah. my life so tough? But I think that that is a better prayer. It's like, more honest. Let right? me, let me get, let me get down to the nitty gritty. That right there is a better prayer than saying, your will be done, and amen. If you don't actually want <laughs> his will to be done at right. that point. If you're just trying to go through the, yeah. the all the steps yeah. to make sure the prayer's right. Sure. I think that uh, abiding in God with honesty and with supplication, like it says. How many people who, I mean, so many people have been at that point and have said, like, God, like, what are you doing? Like, I'm so like, I'm, I'm like done with you. Basically. Yeah. People have said that before. And I have, and how many people Sorry, have, everybody, but I have, how many people at, have, because they've gotten to that point, been able to be more opened up later Boom. because God shows up again. What is it? Then, what is it that it says in Ecclesiastes? It's like uh, more important for, it's like a better for a person to be dealing with hardship for, than for mm. a person to be like doing well. Yeah. And it's because through your hardship, you, um, you gain perseverance, but I I, yeah. I would say that you also, when you're stripped bare, it's like the best time to talk to God because you're like totally oh, yeah. like honest. Yeah, there's a better scripture out there. I just can't think he, of it. He strips all that stuff away. But anyway, <sighs> man, big big Good topic stuff. at the end. I know. Yeah, we were we were going real casual with this one, but then we got deep in it. So <laughs> we this very it's very close to home because of what. So final Prayer point. Important. Final point I'll say is that. Um, is praying selfishly bad? I would say it's not bad, but it has to come with the idea that you are lining up with what God wants. Yeah. And so that sounds contradictory, but it's really not. Basically what you're doing is praying selfishly with the trust that while abiding with God, he will hear your prayer and then do what's best for you with it. Yeah. What would you that, say? What would you say? sums like? it up. pretty nicely I think um, I think real um, real honesty um, with the stuff that you want and the wrestling that you are having questions that you have is better than a fake piety you know a fake sort of like your will be done mindset if you don't really believe it you don't have to say that (laughs) 
maybe you and it's okay to say god i want to believe this help me in my unbelief help me want your will to be done yeah (laughs) even he will he will Yeah. yeah all right well um thank you guys so much for listening today this was a fun little duo with me and zach getting back to the uh two opposing yeah, man. point thing it's always a lot of fun um zach where let me ask you something where can people find the houseplants podcast well if you're listening to this you likely have already found the houseplants podcast oh man but we are on oh man my all, mind can't even understand that if you're listening the, to this like in somebody else's headphones or something like that um first of all put down the thing that isn't yours <laughs> And don't get earwax all over somebody else's earbuds. <laughs> or don't get their earwax in your own ear. That's but gross, then, too. But then after you do that, um, please go on your own phone and download our episodes on Apple, iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify, mm. even. Um, and, and Zach, what would you, I mean... How would what would be some advice you could do to encourage people to tell everybody else about the podcast? Um, The best way to tell everybody else about the podcast would be, first of all, to click five stars or four stars or whatever. Mm. Um, Give us a good rating and let people in your podcast app know that we are out there, that we are a good podcast to listen to. And then the second thing that you can do is get on social media, whichever one you prefer. Um, We do the tweets and the instas and Mm. the faces. Mm. So, so you there. be just like a kid listening to our podcast and you got to tell me about the podcast. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Oh, you got to listen to Zach and Colin. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, old bean. <laughs> it's such a good podcast. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not familiar with the old, uh, internets. I, uh, I just got myself an old, uh, uh, 1995 candy. Windows computer. candy. Candy. <laughs> well, it's a it's a strange little boy, but I'll I'll listen to your sound yeah, machine you, and if you ain't got the goods, I ain't I ain't gonna listen to you. <laughs> I want the candy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, guys, that's basically how you do it. And uh so just do that and uh you can tell people about the podcast. So we love you, we thank you so much for listening today and uh Uh, You guys have a great one. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks so much. Peace out.